Hello, and good morning. Welcome to another episode of AI Buzz. My name is Nick. I have some great stories from machine learning and artificial intelligence for you today. Let me give you a primer. MIT, working on autonomous cars passing through intersections. Auto MLs released into the wild on Kaggle. Isolating the vocals in songs using machine learning. This is really, really cool stuff. And lastly, uh, OpenAI releasing the full version of the GPT-2 model, which is the uh, the text generator model. And I'll talk a lot more about that and its implications. Man, this is an action-packed episode today. Let's get started. MIT is in the news all the time for making advancements with their autonomous cars, swarm artificial intelligence fleets. They're constantly pumping out some high-quality computer vision research, in addition to lots of other good research, of course. They're definitely one of the most prevalent in terms of being in the news consistently uh, for these types of advancements. I I read all, all the news stories out there, and... Lots of them come from MIT, so nice job, MIT. Keep it up. MIT and Toyota researchers, in this particular case, are working together on a big autonomous car problem. They're trying to figure out how autonomous vehicles can safely navigate through intersections, uh, which is very complicated, especially with left-hand turns. So think about going into an intersection and making a left-hand turn. There's lots of cases where it's, you know, your view is kind of obstructed and you have to make some quick split-second decisions, plus you're stuck out in the middle of an intersection. So there's there's a lot of things going on that you have to think about. These researchers were able to create a model that made this task easier for autonomous cars. They made a model that assessed risk as it entered the intersection and takes into account account variables such as impaired sight and speed of other vehicles on the road. The research group tested the model in scenarios of the the cars making left-hand turns and were able to achieve an accident percentage of less than 30%. Pretty impressive. The main approach was to estimate the risk value at each segment of the road, and this updates in real time. The parts of the road that the car cannot see are assigned a high-risk value, and typically the car won't venture into the high-risk areas unless it can't find a lower-risk area. And they had to spend a lot of time focusing on the human element. So that's other drivers on the road not paying attention. So it actually calculates the human awareness of other drivers in addition to its own risk model. So this is this is a great work, and I think this is these are the types of scenarios that I love to see are being worked on because these these are the scenarios that I think will really test autonomous cars on the road. People are going to be running into these types of things, and they're going to say, "Well, you know, my autonomous car works well ninety nine percent of the time, but whenever I do this, you know, this fringe case, it acts all weird." And if people aren't 110% behind autonomous cars, they're not going to adopt them. They're not going to be rolling out on the roads. People are afraid enough right now, and they aren't even out. So I like these types of stories where they're working on these cases. And 
making left-hand turns at intersections is one of the strangest uh, driving maneuvers that you can actually make because there's so many blind spots. So wild stuff from MIT. Next up, boom, this is a high-energy morning. Discussed in great detail before on previous episodes how great of a resource Kaggle is. So Kaggle is a competitive machine learning data science website. Essentially, companies can offer prizes to competitors to optimize a objective or make predictions. Um, and in turn, the company can actually you know, receive an, a model that's really good at predicting something, and the competitor receives money. So it's really a win-win. It's kind of crowdsourcing data science. It's a fantastic website. I love it. I use it myself all the time, and I highly recommend it. Kaggle got bought by Google in 2017, and Google has really taken the site and ran with it. And this is a cool story. So Google, unrelated to Kaggle, has released the AutoML library. So this is a one of the, the things, the tools on their cloud platform that essentially will allow you to <clears throat> tune a model automatically. So you can feed it your data, and instead of messing around with hyperparameters and data cleaning and all that, AutoML is supposed to be able to take care of all that for you. And I think a lot of people were skeptical when it first came out, but in one of the recent Kaggle competitions, a team kind of piloted the AutoML model and essentially they were able to get away with almost no data processing or feature engineering in this competition. It was the, the IEEE uh, competition that wrapped up not too long ago. And the uh, team piloting AutoML took second place. So they're able to not really do any feature engineering, which is really the, the part that requires the human element. You know, sometimes it requires domain expertise. Um, so the fact that it didn't even have to do that and still got second um, just by kind of tweaking different model parameters and stuff like that, that's both a scary thought and an awesome thought that you know, we're really getting close to some of these models just crushing us in every area. Anyways, so Google has released AutoML onto Kaggle. And essentially what you can do now is you can integrate AutoML with your Kaggle kernels and notebooks. All that's required is Google sign-on and linking it to your Google Cloud account. Service is not free, but Google says they'll offer lots of free cloud credits to get people started. So this is awesome. I think most Kaggle com competitors will be able to get away with the, the free credits unless you're just doing some crazy stuff with it. And uh, can't wait to see how AutoML performs in some of these upcoming competitions. I'll definitely be covering this in, in more detail in the future. I, I love Kaggle and... I always thought it was really cool when there's this one Kaggle competitor that I really idolized when I first started. Uh, his name was on Kaggle is SJV and never really knew much about him. Just I followed kind of his progress in some competitions 
and this was several years ago, he did a competition and kind of, you know, on the forum said, I'm going to try this competition without doing any feature, with hardly any feature engineering. It was just a huge, deep neural net. And he had, he probably had a pretty sweet computer to run this on and everything, but he ended up, I think, winning or like top, top 10 at least in this competition. And he released all his code on, on GitHub. It was just stacks and stacks of neural nets just piled on top of each other. And he essentially gave this thing its, his data and um, let it let it learn, let it learn from that data. And he, he did amazingly well. So I'll be covering this in more detail. Um, we're hitting the point where human intuition and human domain expertise are, uh, you know, going by the wayside, apparently. Next up. Isolation of vocals against an instrumental background is a very tough task to accomplish and complete. There's lots of different elements in a song or, you know, different things that you hear on SoundCloud that, you know, how do you, how do you really go about separating the vocals from, from sort of a background, you know, sort of a background? It's it seems difficult. I'm not a music producer, so I, of course, have no idea how to do it. Some people can do it, like the, the fancy professional producers can, can do it well, but it's really time consuming. And I guess there's a, you know, it's prone to a lot of errors as well. This does sound like a fantastic task for machine learning. Give it, you know, give it tons of songs broken out into vocals and instrumentals and let it learn which parts the vocal, which parts the instrumental, and then give it the full song. And, this could really help out producers, I think. So we don't have to wait any longer for that because a company called Deezer has done it. Very interesting company name, Deezer. Sounds like they've done some really good work on this. They released Spleeder. Maybe their naming conventions could use a little bit of a, uh, a revamp, but <laughs> Spleeder, I think it's supposed to mean like splitter. Said it. Anyway, Spleeder on GitHub. So they've released this completely open source. So you can feed it a song and it will isolate the vocals and the instrumental. Very, very cool. And it's awesome. They released it open source. Program has GPU functionality so that you can uh, train it or implement it and have it separate out tons of songs at once. Uh, it's supposed to be a lot faster than CPU, typically running on the graphics card. Some of the results of this uh, code have been uploaded to YouTube and to the untrained ear it sounds pretty good. It sounds like it did a great job of separating out the vocals. And of course, people on the internet had to create Franken songs where they, you know, will take instrumental from one song and add it to the vocals of another. And there was one, this is amazing. They took the Friends intro song, like the background and combine it with Billy Joel's We Didn't Start the Fire. So check that one out on YouTube. Thanks, Internet. Currently, it's just the raw GitHub code that was released, but knowing the awesome open source community, someone will hopefully uh, release a GUI very soon that will allow um, you know people to easily use that underlying code in a nice user interface. Next up... Several months ago, a project from OpenAI gained a lot of attention. 
The GPT-2 model was discussed, and it's a, essentially what this is, it's a text generator that can create brand new text given a question or given a, a snippet of something you want to write about. And there's a, a really sweet research paper from OpenAI that really talked about this in a lot of detail. And when it first came out earlier this year, I covered some of the initial results of the model at work. One team asked it, what's the best solution to climate change? And it did a pretty uh, wild job of coming up with answers. It wasn't 100%. Um, still, you could tell in some cases that it was not like written by a human, I guess. But, um, you know, pretty sweet stuff. Like, it's... It's not like just jargon. It's it's like full sentences and stuff. Just giving it a little snippet or a little question. And back when it was first released by the press, OpenAI stated it was too dangerous uh, to release the full thing. You know, they said it would have far-reaching implications that we don't expect and said it would be the end of the world type of thing. And they just released it in full just now. The... New release contains 1.5 billion different weights in the model, which is more than the previous releases. And, you know, with more weights, you're supposed to essentially have better prediction capabilities. So initial reviewers of this new model are, are very, very impressed. They say it's, you know, it's, it's a game changer type of thing. And to try to help combat this thing getting used in a bad way, they've also released a detector that can detect text that was generated by it, but they say it's not really that good. And they say uh, the per, the generator's way better than the predictor, so <laughs> that sounds like something Elon Musk would totally say. So, pretty freaky stuff. It's uh, kind of like a gorilla's escape from the zoo, and um, I'll definitely be coming the uh, covering the imminent fallout from this in the next episodes. It's hilarious how they said it was too dangerous to release, and then just later in the same year release the entire thing in full i'll keep you posted thanks so much for tuning into this episode of ai buzz i'm your host nick give a brief recap of what i talked about today talked about how mit is teaching cars to navigate intersections talked about how google has unleashed auto ml onto kaggle how the vocals of just about any song could be isolated from the instrumental and lastly how GPT-2, the model from OpenAI, might uh, destroy us all. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of AI Buzz. My name is Nick. I'll be back very, very soon with more artificial intelligence and machine learning stories for you. Have a good day. Bye.